Welcome back to Skincare Sommeliers, your favorite bi-weekly skincare podcast. I'm Jessica. And I'm Natalie. And this week we're really excited to talk to you about DIY skincare. We've been doing a lot of tests, as you might have seen from our Instagram account and Jessica's yellow mask. But before we get into that, we just wanted to start with a check-in with all of you. We hope you all are doing all right. And we know that this has been a really difficult past few weeks. Everything that's been going on, the murders of Brianna and Ahmad and George and the protests that have been happening. So we hope you all are doing all right. And we just wanted to start this episode with a little bit of a reflection and some ideas on what we've been doing to help support the cause of anti-racism in the U.S. Yeah, I think for both of us, it's been a really difficult time and a, a great moment for us to think really hard about the actions we're taking, how we are putting our best selves into the world to support others. And I, I think there's a feeling that you're never quite doing enough. But I know for me, one of the things that was quite meaningful early on um, was to be able to donate to the Minnesota Freedom Fund, which is the bail fund for people who were some of the early, early protests around George Floyd's death. I think now they've actually capped donations because people have been so generous, which is fantastic. So recently I also made a donation to Black Lives Matter, but I think even just the ability to support financially in whatever way you are personally able to do so, if you're able to do so, is one really straightforward but impactful way to get involved right now. In that similar vein, I recently went on Sephora and saw that they are actually allowing people to use their Sephora points to donate directly to organizations related to this effort. And so that's something that we would really encourage if you if you are looking for a way to use your points and you want to do something high impact, that's a great way. I think another thing that I've been doing and realizing I need to do more of is educating myself. And with that, I've been buying a lot of books and a very easy way to support the Black community with that, I think has been buying those books from Black-owned businesses rather than just going straight to Amazon. So just really looking at different ways that I can support the Black-owned businesses in my community and in the U.S. I think has been a good way to immediately feel like I'm doing something. And then I think the last thing, and I know, Natalie, we've both been doing this a lot, is just having open dialogues at work and with friends and especially trying to give people who are most impacted by this the right space to share how they're feeling and for us all to learn from that. So, you know, I know we've both been affected. I'm sure a lot of you have been affected. I think. We live at a time that it is so horrific and terrible to realize that it's important that people have to say that Black Lives Matter, because when you really step back and think about that, it's, it's incredible and startling that that's something we have to say. But, but I think we, we both felt like we couldn't possibly get started today without making sure we said that Black Lives Matter. The other thing that we want to just emphasize with all of you is make sure you're taking care of yourself doing the things that you need to do to also take care of yourself while you are processing everything. Yeah, absolutely. So it's always going to be a, a rough transition from that topic, but let's go ahead and talk about DIY skincare and some of the ways that we've been finding to take care of ourselves. We're stuck in quarantine. We thought there's really no better time to start getting creative with what we already have on hand versus going out to buy new things. 
and having a little bit more time at home to make our own elixirs. And so we challenged ourselves to replace some of our favorite products or um, easy to make products at home to see what stood up to store-bought options and what didn't. My wine pairing this week, and gosh, it's quarantine, so I've been drinking a lot of wine. Um, so I've definitely had a bottle or two of this over the last few weeks. But I'm going to propose we all raise a glass with Trace Pico Scarnaccia. Um, the 2016 is, in my view, one of the best versions of this particular wine. Garnacha is from Spain. It's also Grenache, if you're used to the French version. This is a great grape. Um, I don't see it a lot in the U.S., but it's really nice. And this bottle is super cheap. I think it's 8 or $9. Really tasty for that price point. And it's a good sipping wine to just have around the house. So I thought, if it's all about what do I have around the house right now um, and a little bit more economical options, this wine definitely came to mind for me. So Natalie, what did you try? So I tried a few different things. The first thing that I did was Google about products that you can you can make with coffee grounds. Um, that's something that we have available in our house every day. And I ended up making a coffee body scrub. And I did two versions of it. One where I used salt and then the other one where I used brown sugar. Um, and it's basically equal parts. And my takeaways from it is that it's just a hot mess. Um, and I literally am saying hot mess because I take pretty hot showers. And so the sugar one got so sticky. I feel like the day after I went into my shower and the, the floor was still pretty sticky. And it was essentially like I had just dumped dirt onto my shower floor because the coffee grounds obviously don't dissolve. And I felt like my skin was softer, but not really worth the mess of having to clean it up out of my shower. I think the reason we were interested in trying these coffee body scrubs or coffee scrubs of any kind is because people talk a lot about caffeine in skincare products, which I think, Natalie, we've both been pretty skeptical of to date. But people talk a lot about caffeine as kind of like waking your skin up, getting rid of wrinkles, helping you look less tired, et cetera, and like having a good effect on your skin. And it sounds like you didn't really feel like that mattered at all. Yeah, I think the the only, the benefit of the coffee was I did this in the morning and like it smelled great. It kind of smelled like you know when when you drink coffee and the smell kind of wakes you up a little bit and perks you up. I had that experience in the shower, and maybe it's because I didn't use it on my face, but I didn't notice any difference and in the situation of the sugar very sticky we so, love that we do not love that um the other th scrub i did was a matcha face scrub and it was about a spoonful of matcha with a lot of brown sugar and coconut oil i much rather prefer chemical exfoliators than physical ones as you all probably know by now listen to the exfoliation episode you think they're all about natalie's love of chemical exfoliators there yeah, if you want to hear my soapbox, go to that episode. But I think one of my issues with this scrub was I felt like I was wasting matcha, which is not always the cheapest. I much rather drink my matcha than rub it on my face. Right. And we'll talk about this in a second, but I actually tried one with just green tea because I like soaked the green tea bag and then opened it up so I had the leaves. And that was like a freaking mess. So my thought when I was making mine was boy i wish this were matcha because then it's like the ground up powder of the same thing 
and like that is the issue, right? Like much is more expensive, usually a little bit like higher grade, but then like the actual green tea leaves can be like a bit messy. So it feels like there's not really a great compromise here, which is a shame because obviously green tea has lots of antioxidants. It has the caffeine as well. If you're, you know, if you buy into that. <laughs> so it's a shame that this scrub wasn't your fave. Yeah. I will say one trick that I still love with green tea bags, and I definitely did this week. Um, I love putting green tea bags that you've steeped and you can get your get your cup or two of tea from into the fridge until they're cold, and then putting it putting them on your face on your eyes as kind of like a nice eye mask. I did end up doing that this week a few times, and it was great. So I think. Out of everything that I did, that is still the one that I would recommend. Okay, well, I tried some different types of scrubs um, and one that's maybe a little more similar to your matcha one. It was a big exfoliating week for us, apparently. Huge exfoliating week. I mean, that's really when you look up DIY skincare, there's like two types of things that I see, or three maybe. Like one is exfoliation. Another one is yogurt-related things. Yeah. And then the third one is like, just put coconut oil on everything. Yeah, it's like put coconut oil or like extra virgin olive oil everywhere. Like, I don't want to just stick coconut oil on my face, thank you. So I have to admit I did not try that one, sorry listeners. But I, but I did try the other one. So I'm gonna talk about some scrubs and then also a yogurt mask that I did that was neon yellow. And hopefully some of you saw that in our Instagram stories because I did not want to make it a real post. I needed it to only be up for 24 hours. All right, well, let's talk about my scrubs first. So again, if you've listened to the exfoliation episode there, I actually love physical exfoliators. I love the way that scrubbing feels. I like that clean feeling. Um, and I really like how my face feels afterwards, like so soft. And there's a salt scrub that I've been using that I really like. So I thought, let me see if I can replace that. So I did two types of salt scrubs. Basically, the recipe was like one quarter cup of salt and then a tablespoon and a half of oil and then I like basically steeped and then cut open a tea bag or two and basically one of them I just did just salt so like the quarter cup of just salt and then the other one I did a mix of salt and sugar so two tablespoons of each salt and sugar the one that was just salt was so aggressive like I love an aggressive manual. Exfoliant. That's crazy. It's aggressive. It cut up my face. I couldn't put on like vitamin C or anything like agitating the next day because I literally had like cuts on my face. Like that's also crazy to me because I thought that your store bought salt scrub was like aggressive and kind of hurt. So and you were like, oh, I love that feeling. So I cannot even imagine the salt scrub. Well, exactly. Like. That one is a more aggressive exfoliator, what I used from the store, and this just like blew it out of the water. I mean, the other thing that's important to bring up is the one that I buy from the store, I think it's like 15 bucks or something. So it's also not that expensive. And if you think about the fact that I put in like salt and then olive oil, which isn't that cheap, I'm like, I don't, I don't know how money saving that actually is. And then I, I cut up a couple, you know, like steeped green tea bags so that I could get some antioxidants. But then I ended up with green tea leaves all over my hands and like all over my like bathroom counter. So it wasn't as much of a mess as your coffee scrub, but it wasn't great. 
And then because it was so aggressive and then I had some left over, of course, I was like, okay, well, what can I do with this? And I've been reading a lot about scalp scrubs recently. And I thought, well, you know, I, I love a good exfoliation. So why don't I try this on my scalp? So I bring it into the shower. I just like made a mess and I didn't feel like I actually got a good scrub either. It was the worst of both worlds. So I, I really do not recommend the only salt version. Then the other one I did as salt and sugar and I put in mint tea instead of green tea. I thought that that was like a nice and refreshing scent that actually stood up versus like the olive oil. But it still wasn't as good in terms of like the texture and the scrub as my store-bought version. Like the store-bought version is just a better like grain of salt. Um, it's got some other ingredients in it. It just works a lot better. And again, it's not that expensive. So I really did not see the purpose in a DIY salt scrub. Yeah, and I think some a common theme that I'm noticing here is that the scrubs that you DIY are just significantly messier than the scrubs that you buy for some reason. Right. I think they've put like the right things together. They've, you know, masked yeah. it to make this kind of stick together a little bit more. But these DIY ones, it's like you try to pick up a scoop in your hand and it just like disintegrates and falls everywhere and it's just an absolute disaster. Like he got in the shower a few hours after I tried the scalp scrub situation. And he was like, why am I walking on like rocks? <laughs> and that's another good call out. I think if you try to do any of these scrubs in the shower, you need to commit to cleaning the shower. Yeah, obviously I didn't commit to that. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, is, it is a mess. It's not cute. Yeah, it's not cute. Now, one thing that I thought was cuter is a sugar lip scrub, which I know, Natalie, you love. So you've tried this before. You've tried it, I think, with regular sugar and oil. And it's basically just, it's like a two to one ratio of yeah. sugar to some sort of oil. So I did olive oil because I had it around. Coconut oil also works. This was great. So I did a mix of brown and white sugar. So I did like half and half. Um, brown and white sugar and then I just mix that with olive oil so basically it's just like sugar and fat which personally are my favorite food groups we love them and then I just put it on your mouth so it did I think soften my lips a bit but like mostly you just get to have sugar on your mouth and I left it there for like a couple minutes just to kind of do its thing and I, I was pretty happy with the results but then at the end, I was like, now do I wash this off or do I like lick it off? Mm, like, yeah. in debate. I, I washed it off because so I was like, it's now been on my face. But, you know, I would, I would be remiss if I said I didn't, you know, eat some of the sugar. This scrub, so I actually love doing DIY sugar lip scrubs. The time that I do them is before I'm going to put lipstick on if I'm getting ready for an event because I think what it does effectively is it it does help get the like dead skin off in a way where it's like I don't have time to put on like the Laneige like love overnight mask right now and like let it do its thing. Oh, this okay. is a really great way to just get all of the dead stuff off your lips so that when you put lipstick on you have you have nothing to worry about. Yeah. Um so that's when I would recommend doing this. And yeah, I kind of cheat and do like half wipe off, half like 
in the process of letting it sit, like eat some sugar. <laughs> well, we wouldn't I, judge you if you just totally licked it off, listeners. We would not judge you. Absolutely not. Well, and as you know, it was my New Year's resolution to wear more lipstick, so this is ideal for me. I will say I did try this on my face as well, just because I sugar scrubs are a thing. Um, and I did half my face in this and half my face in a face polish from the brand Fresh. And again, like the store-bought version was a million times better. Like normally, anytime I try skincare, I'll go to my husband and I'll be like, can you tell the difference? And he's like, no. But this time he was like, I actually can feel the difference. And the store-bought one was dramatically better. So I think keep it to lips. All right, last one that I tried, yogurt turmeric mask. Turmeric has been thought of as like a really good brightening agent, um, can be good for anti-aging, whatever. Um, so I mixed some turmeric with some yogurt. I'm not even gonna give you the recipe. This was terrible. First off, my face when I had it on was neon yellow, which is fine. I, I can put up with a lot of stuff while I'm doing skincare to like not look cute. I mean, I do sheet masks. When I took it off, I again asked my husband, does my skin look brighter? And he was like, the only difference I can see is that you look jaundiced. So it looked something. There was some sort of a difference. Well, basically turmeric is like a super staining ingredient. Yeah. Guys, don't put turmeric on your face. It's silly. And then, then my skin felt actually a bit dry, not very like, you know, hydrated or anything. And I tried this almost side by side with the Coors yogurt mask that we mentioned in our masks episode. And like, it just absolutely no comparison. Like I'm done with DIY yogurt masks. Yeah, that Coors mask, highly recommend. It's such a good hydrating mask. Totally agree. Totally agree. So, okay. Out of everything, sugar lip scrub, that's a winner. That one we would recommend. I think the sugar and matcha scrub, like, it's good. You can give it a go. But I, I think our main conclusion is, like, it turns out that these skincare brands, they kind of know what they're doing. Must be putting other stuff in the products besides what we can find in the kitchen. Right. They're putting other things in that make them really effective. So can you make a good scrub at home? Absolutely. Um, and it will probably do the job. But if you want to do the job better, there are often some at least like decently, you know, reasonably priced options to include some other ingredients that are going to make these things work even more effectively. And I personally also found that I had to use like a lot of my DIY ones, like a good amount versus like when I was using the fresh face polish, I used like a very small amount. So I'm not sure you really win here. I think the answer is stick with the products that you're purchasing. Totally agree. All right. Well, that's our episode on DIY skincare. Sorry, we didn't have better news for you. I wish we had. but. I'm still, my face is still yellow. So, you know, that's something I'm working through. Of course, we'll post the recipes for the couple of ones that we really did like on skincaresmolliers.com. You can always catch up with us on Instagram at skincaresmolliers. Don't forget to keep listening wherever you get podcasts and we'll see you in two weeks.